everybody. Sorry I'm late. I was having a dream in a far-off mystical land where everything was in color, and all I wanted to do was get back home because there's no place like home. You're listening to This Film Was Not Yet Created, the podcast where we make our own versions of movie sequels that never got made. Never got made. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Steve Grande. Hey, sorry I'm late, but I was trying to be a walk-on at Notre Dame, uh, defying (laughs) the odds against the world and my family, and I finally did it, and I even made a sack. (laughs) I'm doing great, Chris. How are you? (laughs) Well, I'm well. And with us, of course, uh, this week is a very special guest, the very funny Mr. Tyler Garamel. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Sorry I was late. I was out in the uh, southern Midwest dig- uh, digging for oil and then inherited a son who ended up losing his hearing because one of my oil wells exploded and I never forgave him for being, you know, not fully <laughs> functional. Uh, anyway, glad I could make it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> And uh, joining us as well, this is another very special two-guest episode. Uh, Our second guest joining us by cell phone is Miss Tatum Swan. Hey guys, sorry I'm late. Uh, My dad was laid off from his job when I had to leave my private school and transfer to an underfunded uh, rifle. Uh, they taught me how to appreciate their culture, and I learned how to hip-hop dance, uh, kind of okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Today, uh, we're so happy to have both of you guys um, joining us. I think this should be a goofy time. Uh, we watched Brink as our movie. <laughs> um, thoughts about Brink? It was ridiculous. It was was ridiculous, and it was late 90s, and uh, I really hate it, but a part of me really loves it. (laughs) I absolutely loved it. I am still attracted to uh, Brink and Val. I have a lot to say about my character and the men that I dreamt of when I was younger. Yeah, they were very greasy. Uh, That's something I noticed was hygiene was just not very uh, forward there. I don't know. But Val had wonderful hair. He did. uh, Beautiful hair. Uh, Well, he was sponsored. That's right. He could afford shampoo. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was a creative decision. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was it, it, it was so absurd with the villainry of Val, and and like yeah. with that, I I just I just couldn't get over how irredeemable he was throughout that entire movie. He was. This movie was very uh, emblematic for me of uh, every single Disney TV movie from this time period. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure they all followed the same outline of um, what a, a extreme sport. Mm-hmm. B hero kid is also an outcast. Yeah, uh, and then like the villain is popular, and um, and then like no support from the parents. Yeah, <laughs> maybe mom supports him, but dad doesn't, and he cares more about dad's <laughs> approval. <laughs> To any young man. Uh, <laughs> they didn't look related. 
His no, dad? I had no not. idea. I, the whole time I'm thinking, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Giving him advice and being mean? <laughs> I did I did love the uh, the know-it-all little sister, though. Oh, precocious yeah, she was great. Precocious little sister, always a hit. Mm-hmm. Same precocious little sister from Smart House. And like, same actor? Or just, yeah, like, same literally actor. same character? Same character. <laughs> same actor. We missed a movie about her getting adopted. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, Smart House is the one that broke the mold. There was no sports. There was no popular versus poor kid. It was a house, an evil house. Um, more movies about evil houses, I guess. <laughs> See, I didn't grow up watching Disney films, so this was like, or, or at least, I mean, I watched like the famous cartoons and shit, sure, you know, yeah. but these like made for TV movies, I just don't. Uh, I, I was always exposed to them later in life, so yeah. I just have this weird, like, alienated cringe feeling when I watch them. I'm always just like, oh, right. Oh, God. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah this might have also been the first one. It was, it, I actually looked it up. It was one of the first. It was, like, number three. Okay. So, yeah, I can definitely definitely understand how this one, this one came out. I don't ah. <laughs> I, I really don't like these movies. Anyway, you're going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we um, we covered Brink. We watched it, um, and then uh, we all made our own different version of the sequel. So uh, this time, let's start with Steve. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your project? All right, uh, my project is a trailer uh, to be released before you watch. I don't know the Mandalorian or whatever cartoon that you want to see on Disney Plus. It is called a Disney Plus original movie, Brink 2, That's So Brink. (laughs) All right, here are the roles. I will be the narrator. Uh, Tyler, you will be the stage directions. They are in bold. Uh, Tyler, you will also be Brink. Who I also have him cast as Brink. Chris, (laughs) you are... I mean, it's pretty obvious. (laughs) Chris, you are Val... Sick. You also play boy. Sick. <laughs> and Tatum, you're going to play Gabriella, girl, and Surprise! Raven. Surprise. I know. <laughs> all right. Are we, are we all ready and on, and on the yes. page? Okay. Yes, yes sir. All right. Le- <clears throat> Is that Lily? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta hear her pitch. Lily! Sorry, keep going, guys. Last year, Disney opened the vault and brought back some of your favorite classics. Scenes of Aladdin, The Lion King, and Frozen 2 are shown in a quick montage. Now that we have our own streaming service, we can think of a better reason why not to reach further into the vault and bring out yet another classic. Montage of inline skates, skating, jumping onto things, grinding on rails, catching big air with a lens flare, and several sudden stops. We really couldn't think of a better reason. Brink 2! Gear up as we take you on a ride back to the late 90s, but it's set in present day. Just ska and extreme sports are still cool. Brink's a dad now. Brink is putting on a tie and combing his hair. Then he starts making lunch for his kids. His boy is 16 and the girl is only 9. It's just like the original, but now our guy is in charge. In the kitchen, Brink slides two sandwiches across the counter. They slide up uh, They slide up the propped up cutting board over the sink and into the separate lunch bags. 
My dad is so cool. <laughs> Brink smiles and puts on sunglasses that completely clash with his work clothes. Ah, shoots finger guns. Damn. Uh, now get to school, dude and dudette. Get that good education that we value more than anything because we got the first day of skate practice at four. Yay! Yay! Brink is back and he's still king of the half pipe. That's right. Screw you, Tony Hawk. Your time is over. He now owns and operates a skate park. Clicks of Brink saying hi to employees as he opens up the shop, cleans blades, etc., etc. While he doesn't like X-Blades, I'm sure you'll love his new place, All Blades, because we're going to make sure that you know that this is a place where all are welcome, because being inclusive is cool now. Remember Val? You know, the bad guy? Well, he's back, and this time... He's the goofy janitor. Val, severely out of shape and looking awful, is mopping the top of a half pipe. He starts to slip and tips over and... Whoa! 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 Falls to the bottom. We hear a cartoonishly loud crash sound effect. <laughs> Looks like bullying didn't pay off for me in my life. <laughs> it sure didn't. That's right. We pulled it back to the future. You'll love it because you already know who the formula that works. <laughs> Plus, all the skull skate uh, soul <laughs> skaters. Sorry, all the, s- <laughs> the skull skaters. All the soul skaters teach there. That's right. We got Turtle, E, and the girl whose whole thing is that her family is from Peru. And now she's more Peruvian than ever. Gabriella stands on the top of a tall half pipe wearing a dress made out of the flag of Peru as it blows fiercely in the wind. Slowly, the national, the Peru national soccer team rolls up out of the shadows on skates behind her and stopping an inch behind her. They are still for a moment. They all yell and roll down the half pipe. Uh, moral messages that are currently revel- relevant to the subscribers of Disney Plus aren't the only things that we're laying on thick. We're bringing you tons and tons of roller skating action. His kids <laughs> roller skate and they love it. They have a common shared interest. It's so your kids can relate and you can relate to that and feel warm and comfortable because that's what Disney does. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like the Brink characters left you unfulfilled? Don't worry, we're adding characters from the entire Disney universe. <laughs> but we haven't forgotten our roots. We got Boy Meets World and Raven Simone in this movie. <gasps> I just had a vision. Cut to Mr. Feeney on roller skates catching air <laughs> off a half pipe. In midair, he hears a heckler in the crowd yell, Feeney wipes out and sits there shaking his head. Oh, Mr. Matthews. We hear canned audience laughter. (laughs) (laughs) That reference too old for you? Don't worry, because we have Star Wars now. BB-8 and Ewok and Baby Yoda are sitting at a judge's table holding up score numbers. Production note, Baby Yoda is holding up the score of a perfect 10 because he's the best. Yes, he is. (laughs) We built a whole extreme sports park just for this movie, which we made a real competition and aired it on ESPN. The park is located in Disney Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida, which we filled the taping of both the movie and competition 
competition with paying park guests. People have paid to see this movie already, and they didn't even realize it. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> Watches our heroes learn to work together again to take down the rival team Rocket Power. Woogity woogity woo. We don't own the rights to Rocket Power, but we will by the time this movie comes out. <laughs> At the end of the day, Frank is all about family. What it's really about is we're going to make money off of an idea we already had 20 years ago and give you new memories. While those kids that had no connection to the Disney Channel growing up will never understand your nostalgia, just remember, they'll never understand this. You grew up with Disney+. Plus. And therefore, are better than them. Cut to Val and Gabriella watching All Blades win the championship. Well, sure looks like it all worked out in the end. Go fuck your face, dude. You almost killed me that one time. Coming to Disney Plus this summer. (laughs) Yeah! Awesome. <laughs> that was very fun. That was, um, yeah, that was real subtle. <laughs> Just a very emotionally honest it, Disney it just, rep. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not even a Disney hater. I'm going there for vacation in the summer, hopefully. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, to Disney. It's going to be like, a face mask roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm nothing against Disney, but like just watching that movie and writing this brought it out. So thanks. Thanks for letting me get all that out, guys. <laughs> absolutely well, fuck them you know yeah, I, mean, I, I still need this I, yeah. I put my thing yeah. put my iPad down like it's I like I there's something there's something I feel like uh anytime I've worked with you before and you've like written something there's always something about a mashup at the end where you just like start yeah. bringing down the worlds of the reality yeah. brother you know <laughs> a little bit of everything yeah you get the you get the whole buffet uh, here yeah <laughs> That was that was quite absurd. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we also have um, next up on the list, I believe Tatum has a pitch for us. Tatum, it's your turn. All right, all right, guys. So I was really interested in Val's life at the end of this movie. I think I'm always really interested in what the bully ends up doing later on. So, picture it. Val is shamed and disgraced from the inline skating community. He turns to drugs, hard drugs, and he ends up on the streets. And the soul skaters find him, and he has lost all of his beautiful locks. He just has a good hair on the liver. He's got street tattoos all over his chest. Well, what do you mean by street tattoos? Hold on. <laughs> Excuse me. So a street tattoo is what happens if you fall onto a street multiple times. And the gravel... And there's needles oh. in the gravel? <laughs> there's little artists. Yeah, it's literally a street tattoo. It's a tattoo you got from the street. Not on the street. Cool. Cool. So, Sal is killing it. He has no hair, he's covered in gravel, stains on his skin. 
and they want to help him so because they're good guys, right? So good guys always have to feel bad for the bad guys, and they send him to rehab. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, damn. <laughs> Hold on. They did this because of their character mode? Is this movie called Val or Brink? <laughs> this movie is called Val Wants to Be Brink. Okay. Dun, dun. <laughs> so, Val's in rehab. He leaves a couple of times. And Brink has to like talk to him and be like, dude, you got to stick with the program. Like, I can't do it. He's like, no, you gotta do it. And then he goes back in, comes out with a fresh new man. He's got a clean buzz cut. Still has the street tattoos because the doctors don't really know how to do it. And there's someone his scalp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, they've never seen this before. Gross. So he tries to get back into the inline skating community, but unfortunately, he's ruined his total rep in that community. Damn. He can't go back. I know. So, yeah. walking down the street, uh, Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, he looks and he sees these like twelve-year-olds on pogo sticks, fucking living their lives. Yeah. They're doing backflips on these things. They're hopping, hopping, hopping down the road. And he's like, you know what? I think I can do that. <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> because in the nineties you had wheels, and in the tw- in the twenty twenties you've, you've got sticks. You got stick, yeah. <laughs> I want nothing but stick to ass all day. All day. I can't wait to see the tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt Val? And it just ends with Val getting a sponsorship from a pogoing company. <laughs> can you, okay, can you name success? One pogo company? It's one pogoing company. Why hello there, son. I'm Walter J. Pogo. Yeah. <laughs> My like, granddaddy invented the pogo, and I want to sponsor you. Can anybody name exactly. any pogo Don't company? Oh, probably Razor. <laughs> I, Maybe. I feel like so, I'd take a bet. Yeah, he gets sponsored. He gets a bunch of money and a bunch of deals, and he helps pogoing become seen by the world. <laughs> That's incredible. So, I think so. Uh, what year does wow. this come out? This comes out in like 2017. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it's 92, right? Are we in 1992? Something. It was 1998. 1998. Okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, in the future. 10 years later. Val gets his yeah. redemption. <laughs> they should, well, he has to go through. Well, he has to go through the whole arc, right? He's got to get like, yeah. drugs and you, yeah. Oh, that's a twenty-year arc. That's like a. That's like a whole lifetime. Oh, it is twenty years. Yeah. God damn. Uh, the next video should be uh, the the twenty year high school reunion. 
(laughs) Can there be a line where he's like, you know what? I learned to love myself. I feel valid. (laughs) 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 Someone kill that guy. (laughs) Who the fuck said that? Hi, Zach. Well, thank you so much, Tatum. That was incredible. Um, We're going to move right along into my idea, which is a short script uh, in this one. So it's it's called To Brink, and it's spelled T-O-O, Brink. And uh, so just let me know if everybody's got it or if you don't have it. Yep. You got it? You got it? Mm-hmm. You got it? All right. Great. So this is two Brink. Um, Tyler, you're going to be playing Brink. Cool. Tatum, you're going to be playing Carolyn. Steve, you're going to be the vendor. And Val. Tatum, you're also going to be Little Old Lady. <laughs> and Joey, or Steve, you're also going to be Joey. Okay. Okay. I'll be doing all the stage directions. This is two Brink. Interior, kitchen, morning. We open on a modest kitchen. There's an island between the main prep area and the dining area. Carolyn, 30s, wears a smart-looking suit and prepares breakfast. Joey sits at the kitchen table eating. He's about 10. Brink, 30s, enters. He wears a gray suit with a blue tie and has some rollerblades slung over his shoulder. He has long hair parted down the center. Morning, babe. He gives Carolyn a kiss and makes for the back door. He tussles Joey's hair on his way. No can do. I'm already going to be late. Brink exits. Carolyn smiles and shakes her head. That man. Okay, sport. Go get ready. Exterior. Street. Morning. High energy ska plays as Brink rollerblades <laughs> <laughs> down the street. He weaves through traffic and pedestrians as he goes from street to sidewalk and back. He's going seemingly uncontrollably fast downhill when a vendor pushing a fruit stand full of oranges uh, moves in front of his path. Brink's eyes go wide, and at the last moment he's able to turn just enough to avoid the fruit cart. He grabs an orange as he passes. Hey! Sorry, I'll get you next time! Brink takes a bite of the orange as if it were an apple. (laughs) Just straight through the rind and everything. (laughs) (laughs) that is a man who doesn't care (laughs) he he continues his journey to work making his way onto the 405 and he tries weaving through highway traffic on his blades but keeps getting cut off he ultimately has to wait through LA highway traffic just like everyone else he eventually pulls up to a bank it's an old school bank like the kind that John Dellinger or Bonnie and Clyde would have robbed and we see a clock on the outside reads 9-10 Brink enters the front door without removing his rollerblades. Interior bank morning. Brink, dripping sweat from his journey, rolls down the great hall of the bank towards the rear where his desk is. Suddenly Val, 30s, appears in front of Brink. He wears a black suit with a red tie and his hair is balding with an obvious (laughs) comb over. (laughs) Val grabs Brink by the upper arms. Brinker! As Val grabs Brink, he recoils and lets go. Ew, you're soaking wet. Brink extends his thumb and pinky and shakes them like, hang loose. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, seriously, 
This isn't okay. You can't be skating to work every day and showing up soaked in sweat. I, I mean, you're a grown-ass man. At least come in a cha- with a change of clothes and bring a towel. Whatever. You never did get soul skating. Oh! <laughs> That's what this is about? Andy, we were kids. Grow up, man. I mean, we we both have kids now. Responsibilities. How can you provide for your family? No one wants to work with a sweaty banker. (laughs) A little old lady stands nearby. He's right. (laughs) And as we all know, bankers only get paid by commission. So if you don't get your act together, you won't make any money and your family will suffer. Whatever, man. I'll just make money by being a sponsored skater again. That was almost 30 years ago. Are you Tony Hawk? No. People don't want to watch a grown man skate. It's sad. I'm telling you this because I care about you and our relationship has evolved over the intervening years. We're complex characters, man. Just just think about it, man. <laughs> interior and exterior at the bank in the afternoon and early evening it's a montage sad ska plays as Brink sits at his desk in a sweat soaked suit <laughs> no customers go to him he slowly rolls out of the bank and makes his way home he hangs his head as he's once again stuck in traffic he slowly makes his way home once he's off the highway but he doesn't weave through traffic or pedestrians he just sort of Casually takes his time and has no close calls. (laughs) (laughs) Exterior porch, early evening. Frank rolls up to his house, climbs the stairs to the porch, and plops down onto a chair. Carolyn enters from the house. She sits in a chair next to Brink. She grabs Brink's hand. Val told me some harsh truths today. What are you thinking? Time for a career change. If I can't get Blade, at least I can bike. I'm going to be a substitute teacher at a public high school. I'll sew my own clothes and wear a ponytail with sandals. Uh, are you sure? It's the only answer. I'll get started tomorrow. Well, come on inside then. Get started up and we can bang. Oh, my God. Interior. <laughs> Interior house at night. Sexy scum. <laughs> the sexy scum plays as Brink showers, and then he and Carolyn have sex in their bedrooms. Joey sits at the kitchen table doing homework. He gets up and puts some hot dogs in the microwave. We cut back to Brink and Carolyn lying in bed. The lights shift to show a transition from night to morning. Interior living room morning. Joey sits on the living room couch watching TV. Brink and Carolyn come downstairs and see what Joey's watching. It's a press conference by the governor of California. Sorry, uh, That's okay. I forgot to cast the governor as well. Did I? You're the governor. No, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll be the governor. Okay. I'll be right. the governor. Up. <laughs> right. it, it doesn't really matter, but I'll, I'll, I'll be the governor here. Um, Because of all this, we're issuing a stay-at-home order effective immediately. Please do not leave your houses or crowd public places unless you absolutely have to. This is a matter of public health and safety. 
Don't be selfish and protest for a haircut or something stupid. That will just make this take longer. <clears throat> Brink grabs Carolyn by the wrist and looks into her eyes. Stuck at home, huh? I know something we can do to pass the time. Oh, brother. That's a spirit. Brink winks to Joey, takes Carolyn by the hand, and leads her back upstairs. Joey, directly into camera. Guess I'll go make more hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary. (laughs) Sorry, I botched that last line (laughs) of your script. So make uh, some more (laughs) hot dogs. I think it's more what what a 10 year old would do. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Knocked it out of the park, actually. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was uh, that was really fun. <laughs> I love I love the head ska for every emotion. Sexy ska. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? It's like do 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 do. Just like how do you have sexy upbeats? I, I enjoy ska music, and I was like just rolling it, like in my head trying to Spotify like what would yeah. fall into sexy ska. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for going on that journey with me, guys. That was, that was awesome. That was great. It was also a bit of what uh, Steve and Tatum had in theirs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, real and commercial. Yeah, <laughs> very comments on itself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> very, right. well, well, I from what I heard, I think that the next one is uh, in a in a ballpark of its own. Tyler. what's yours what's your pitch all about okay so mine's called to the brink um it's uh (laughs) uh so here's the thing it's more of a beat sheet right or like a treatment um but i might get sick of my own voice and try to popcorn it to someone okay (laughs) um but uh okay i'm just gonna dive in just get in there Scene Just one. like Brink did with Carolyn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, to the Brink. Scene one. Brink and his three daughters hit a bunch of sick 540s at the local skate park by the beach, and he bestows upon them the wisdom of the soul skaters and honors the memory of Jordy, who was brutally murmured, murdered by a serial killer last week. A mysterious man in a trench coat and fedora skates over to watch them, <laughs> then joins in and pops some sick 540s with Brink and his daughters. <laughs> After Brink gets an urgent call from Gabriella that Peter, who is now her husband, has gone missing, Brink and his family leave the skate park, but the mysterious man turns out to be Boomer, who reveals that he is now a detective for the elite rollerblading officers, also known as Arrows, and say that Brink would be great for the Arrows, and shows Brink his arrow tattoo, which is just an arrow and some rollerblades. <laughs> Brink, aware that his kids are watching, turns the detective down and repeats the principles of the soul skaters, but accepts his business card when everyone else isn't looking. Scene two. Mired with bills and depression because someone is killing off all his friends, Brink contacts Detective Boomer and accepts the job offer. Gabriella, the last member of the Soul Skaters besides Brink, hasn't skated since Val threw gravel on the road during her their downhill race because she didn't finish her physical therapy and could never fully recover. She comes, <laughs> she comes over and talks to Brink about Peter's disappearance. 
Brink, admitting the money issues, says that he accepted a second job, but lies to his daughters and Gabriella, saying that it's at the Puppin Suds again and not with the arrows. <laughs> forgot about Puppin Suds. Gabriella and his daughters believe him, and she agrees to watch his daughters while he works his second job. Scene three. While on patrol, Brink finds Peter's body stuffed under a quarter pipe at the skate park and is now on the hunt for the serial killer. (laughs) Who, it's revealed, has been killing people off from the inline skating scene in South California. Through some detective work, Brink realizes that all evidence points to a certain disgraced former captain of the X-Blades, Val. (laughs) He sets off to find him, but on the way to Val's home, he is involved in a skate chase. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, fuck, where are you at? He's involved in a skate chase where he is attacked by a hooded skater. Believing it to be Val himself, he is pushed off balance by the attacker. Classic Val move. And loses sight of him. (laughs) While getting up from the fall, he he discovers a list of the killer's victims. (laughs) All of the names are crossed off, except for the two at the bottom. Val and Brink. (laughs) Dun dun! (laughs) This is wonderful. I am... (laughs) really gripped into this (laughs) scene four brink uses his elite rollerblading officer powers to find val who is now a real estate agent and has cut his hair and claims to not have skated (laughs) since he was disgraced from the scene which was 10 years ago they still hate each other brink does surveillance on val's house that night which is just brink rollerblading around the property for hours spying on him brink sees someone skate into val's home brink believing it to be val returning from some crime charges in but it's too late and sees gabriella standing over (laughs) val's dead body she is on skates and wearing a hood and a chase ensues they do They do some sick They do some sick 540s. Then Gabriella turns down the same hill that Val threw gravel on all those years ago. And towards the bottom, around the same turn, Gabriella falls on the same gravel that was thrown onto the road. Brink. Brink turns back to help her only to see a half-dead Val clutching a fistful of gravel. He had used the last of his energy to put his old X-Blade skates on his hands and dragged slash rollerbladed his bloodied body through a shortcut on the path. And threw gravel into the road in one last act of douchey malice, killing Gabriella, then passing away. In her dying words, she tells Brink that she has been killing sellouts in the name of the soul skaters. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. 
Scene oh, five. Man. Frank explains the case to Detective Boomer in his office. He says that Gabriella killed Jordy for selling out and becoming a doctor after realizing that sk- roller skating was just a fun hobby. Then he states that she killed her husband, Peter, for quitting and getting a job as a physical therapist to help pay for her medical bills <laughs> and to help her work through her old injuries that never healed. She killed Val for not getting back on the horse after being outed as a cheater and all-around violent and toxic person and becoming a real estate agent. <laughs> Brink then explained that she left X-Blades clues at all the murders to throw him off the trail and that he was next on the list and that Gabriella planned to take his daughters and create the next group of soul skaters who just skate for fun. Detective Boomer offers him a promotion. <laughs> But he turns it down and retires home to train his daughters to become the next generation of soul skaters because he's done getting paid to skate. He was pushed to the <laughs> What a masterpiece. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so jealous that this movie didn't get made. We should make this movie, you guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you for letting me read that and listening to it. That was our pleasure. That was incredible. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, you you had such a great narration too. I could picture it all very clearly. I knew what that tattoo of an arrow with some rollerblades looks like. Well, and also Tito and I were watching the movie, and it occurred to us very early on that Boomer was obviously the best character, right? Like he was the kindest. He didn't really give uh-huh. a shit about the X Blades. He was like, "Hey, man, calm down." When Val was like freaking out, you know? like he's the most level-headed dude. He got hurt, and he immediately was cool, you know. So like, of course, he would become a detective. You know? Like he's the good guy. Oh. Oh, I would love to see all these get made, though. Yeah, this this was a really fun, uh, fun time. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this crazy, crazy adventure. This radical tubular. <laughs> yeah, well, this was great. This, this was this. Uh, I was not looking forward to watching this movie, and after this whole experience, I'm very, very glad I had it. And we'll have you back on in the podcast soon. Oh yeah! Yes. Thanks for having me. Yes. This is a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, good good movie wreck. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, you know what? Oh, you. Well, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting a little gun shine out there. Uh, well, I mean, it, uh, I I gotta go, you guys. This is, this is getting, I'm too uncomfortable. Uh, I, gotta go. I gotta go. I um. I, I've been uh, a scientist off the coast of Japan, and I noticed a, a big, something big and radioactive heading towards the city, and I, I gotta do some investigating. Fair. Oh, sorry, I gotta run. I gotta get to an airport and uh, tell a lady that, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
No, that's cool. I gotta. Sorry, I gotta run. Um, <clears throat> there's a revenge list I'm working through. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had this... from, from all these skaters that sold out. <laughs> Damn it! No, from these assassins that I worked with that turned on me on my wedding day. It was crazy, dude. My husband shot me in the forehead, but I survived, and I drove the pussy wagon. It's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta go kill Bill, so <laughs> I gotta go. See you guys. Oh. Sorry, I I gotta run. My baby brother was stolen by a really sexy goblin, and he keeps trying to have sex with me, so I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks, Dana.